Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I, like so many of you, sat and watched uh, things unfold in Washington yesterday. And the one thing that kept coming to me is I just thought, please don't have a bunch of Democrats now show up to try to stop this or fight them right there on the ground. Right. Because yeah. I thought, I just thought, uh, you know, World War Three is going to break out there. Civil War number two is going to break out. That didn't happen. I was uh, so uh, shocked that it took so damn long for the military and the National Guard to get in there. And the, the police in Washington just had to. I mean, they were outmanned. At one point they said for every cot there was like 20 or 25 people. So it was uh, way beyond their capacity to control this thing. And there was not a chance that they were going to be able to stop them from storming the gates. I was really also shocked at how little security there is around that building. That they were able to get in there, especially on a day like yesterday, when you already had Trump inciting them to go do something. And they were able to just get in there. like, And, you know, and I understand it's the people's building. And in a, in a country that's got a democracy, you want these places to be open so people can see it and go and tour and look and be a part of it. Well, it is going to look like a third world poop hole now because that place will be just surrounded by military moving forward. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm more surprised that they didn't have the National Guard there beforehand, like they did in the summer mm. before other protests uh, that were happening in the Capitol. Not, you know, happening at the Capitol building, but just happening around it. Mm -hmm. You know, the protest in front of the White House, they still had National Guard around monuments. They didn't have it yesterday. You know, as for the security of the Capitol building, part of the problem is that the both houses were sitting at mm. the time, of course, right? They were doing this, you know, the process of... Uh, of uh, accepting Joe Biden as the president. And so as a result of that, they had to take a lot of that security staff into the, the onto the Senate floor and the House floor to get the senators and representatives out. Mm -hmm. Right. So a lot of them stuck with them and it left, you know, things vulnerable at the front door. I mean, no line of defense other than you know, the Army National Guard would have stopped that crowd. Uh, from coming in. A line of police officers just wouldn't have been enough at that point. And you saw them all climbing up the wall and I thought, oh, I guess walls uh, don't really work through that. <laughs> they just <laughs> the maggots proved to themselves Unbelievable. that building a wall doesn't quite work. Yeah. It's really it's such a sad state of affairs and it's really as shocking as it is, it's not shocking. I mean, when you've got a guy who's out of his mind running the country, inevitably something like this is going to happen. And, and all I can really say is, and this isn't a, a Democrat, or, I mean, obviously, I lean. If I was an American, I would lean more to the Democrats. At this stage of the game, I don't know that Biden's going to be that great of a president. But I, if you can't stand now and say, maybe I was wrong about this guy. If you still believe that he is but a they, terrific they, leader, they you, do. you're out of your mind. They look at that statement that he put out and said, look, he told them to go home. Yeah. Right. They forget that he opened the statement by continuing the lie about fraud. Yeah. Right. And, w and which was the fuel to the fire to start the whole thing. You know, he ended with it's time to go home. We love you. We support you. You're special. You're special. Uh, it's, <laughs> time special to, right? it's time to go home. But he started it with continuing to fuel the fire and the passion of what began the whole thing. Yeah. You know, to have... You know, Donald Jr. up there screaming, we've got to fight, we've got to fight. Uh, you know, uh, the Giuliani saying it's trial by combat. Uh, these are inciting words. Yeah. yeah, and words that he should be charged with. And you can't charge a sitting president, but hopefully in about 15 days he will be.
The, the problem, and, and uh, my opinion of what was going on kind of changed as the course of the evening happened, and, and he continued to, to tweet and, and comment, and he sent out, finally he sent out that video after Biden had done so right. and, and told him to step up. He didn't appear on national television. Instead, he just went to his supporters on Twitter. Um, and Twitter eventually deleted the message. Yeah, too little. Too little, too late. Yeah. Uh, you know, and same with McConnell and Lindsey Graham. And he's, you know, Lindsey Graham was putting on, it, it was like it was five minutes of stand-up for him. Mm-hmm. It, you don't throw jokes around now. Oh, I know. It's I the see. stuff that you were inciting through all of this. But, Even Pence, too little, too late. And I thought, you know, that all along this has been the ploy to keep the Trump name in politics, whether it's Don Jr., Ivanka, later on. I've changed that opinion now. I think this is all a ploy to start his own media company. Mm. He's, he's, you know, he was all about Fox News. Now they're against him. He's against Fox News. He's gone to OANN and other other networks uh, that are, are more right-leaning. I think you're going to see a Trump network at the end of all of this. I think he's looking towards the likes of a Rupert Murdoch and, and saying, you know what, I can, I can convince these people. So you don't think do- you'll see jail time? Uh, that I'm not sure of. You know, there are state charges, I think, coming in New York. Uh, but it doesn't matter. I mm. mean, it, even even still, he can still begin this empire mm-hmm. from jail if he wanted to. He's got the family to do it uh, and the support to do it. You know, this is a man who, who years ago, it's on tape, it's on television, said, if I was ever to run for president, I'd run as a Republican because... I can make I can convince them of anything, yeah, yeah. Right? and and I think yesterday was proof for him, a fuel to the ego, and, and it is the ego of him to say, listen, I can get these people to do anything for me. I think he loved watching. Oh, for sure, he would have had a huge tent in his pants with all those flags and his name flying, Jesus twenty twenty, all the mega hats going oh, through there. For sure, he loved every yeah. second and, of it. And, and I think I think it, it for me it just cements that. This will become uh, his base for a media network. These are the people screaming for him to talk to them, and this is what he's going to do afterwards. It's a shame most of them won't be able to afford the cable that he <laughs> that he'll be on. And you know they've got the name of the guy who sat at Nancy Pelosi's uh, desk and wrote that threatening note. They got the other guy who sat up uh, at the front there of uh, of the Senate, and uh, so they need to be charged. And hopefully they do prison time. And I would just suggest to them, why don't you reach out to your Lord and Savior now and see if he'll help pick up your legal bills? Well, this is the Give same him a call because he won't be returning your call. No, it's the same guy in Portland who said if you attack any federal building, it's ten years minimum yeah. in prison. Well, now what do you say? And if you incite those people to do it, should it be 10 years in prison as well? I would think so. If a guy is shorter than average, how rich does he have to be to make him as attractive to a woman as a tall guy? A study done in 2006 that looked into it, and it's making the rounds again. Researchers at the University of Chicago and MIT went through a bunch of online dating stats where the average guy was five foot eleven and a half and made sixty three grand a year. Here's how much shorter guys have to make to be equally attractive. Okay. If you're five ten, you need eighty seven grand a year. That's an extra twenty four grand. All right. If you're five eight, two hundred and one thousand a year. Wow. I'm five nine. I'm right there in the middle. So uh-huh. I got to be making me some more dough for the ladies to be into me. <laughs> At five six. 238 grand a year. 5'4", 284. Uh, Kevin Hart's all right then. Yeah, 5'2", 332. Wow. 
And if you're only five feet tall, you got to be making at least three hundred and eighty grand a year for the ladies to uh, to find you uh, sexy. Somewhat funny, somewhat disgusting. Yeah, we did the math, and that's just under twenty eight thousand dollars an inch. <laughs> Imagine, because this is online dating. Which, I mean, you're any height in a photo, right? Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> in a be profile seven foot pic, two, yeah. It really doesn't matter. I'm an NBA forward. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at what point do they make that decision of, uh, of wallet versus mm. height? Because you'd have to meet in order to see the height. And you think you'd need to get to know someone to know the wallet. But, uh, but maybe that's discussed prior. I also found out that really tall men can earn even less and still be attractive. Men who are six foot two can make as little as thirty three grand a year at six four, twelve grand. And if you're what? six foot six or above, you potentially could be unemployed and still be a catch. <laughs> the exclamation point. Always have a hard time saying the exclamation point. Okay. Didn't become a standard key on the keyboard until nineteen seventy. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why that is. I do know I use it way too much. <laughs> I, I'm guilty as well, and yeah. I think everyone is guilty when we're asked for a special character with a password. Mm. I'm going straight to the exclamation mark. <laughs> right. <laughs> People yeah. like us who use it too much yeah. do that. I, I should switch because I noticed when I was writing uh, like uh, emails and, and and Christmas cards and holiday greetings and stuff like that that every line for some reason, had a bloody exclamation mark yeah. on it. Like, I was really excited. Happy for the holiday season. <laughs> like, happy new year. I was really excited yeah. to get into 2021, apparently. I should just go to all caps, because that, that says the same thing, excitement. I, I think so, yeah. I feel like I'm screaming at people all the time. I think I use it, too, because, you know, with text or emails, you can't convey a mood, right? Right. And so I'll use That's it why to, you have emojis. I'll try to, I'll try to be lighthearted. Like, I'll try to show that I'm just being funny or lighthearted right. or something, right? That, I'll use it for that a lot of the time. Like, you know, if you're saying LOL or ha ha ha. Which I hate. You, you don't need an exclamation mark after it. Yeah, I, you're already laughing. You're not true. really laughing harder. I hate too when people put the laugh my A off. You're right, right. No, no, you didn't. Right. You didn't really laugh your ass off. I mean, I have literally LOL'd at things. I've laughed out loud before when uh, I've read sure, some things. Sure, Most of them are Trump tweets. But, uh, you know, I don't need to LOL with an exclamation mark. Mm. Or if you've already la laughed enough that your ass has fallen off, mm. well, I think the exclamation mark is a given at that point. Uh, Hall & Oates. You remember the band Hall & Oates? Yeah. They met when they were both at a concert in Philadelphia and a gang fight broke out. Well, that's shocking in Philadelphia. They uh, hopped into the same elevator to get away from gunshots, found out they both went to Temple University, and then they became friends. And there was a woman running to that elevator, and they said, whoa, here she comes. That was it. Was that one of their songs? That one right <laughs> over my head. You just ruined that whole thing. Uh, wasn't that funny? I don't know. All right, thanks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she had a beautiful so smile and her name was Sarah. I, I wanted to say the method of modern love was lying, but I couldn't <laughs> remember how to spell it all. <laughs> quickly. I, -E -T -H -O -D. <laughs> I believe she was a man either. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. Listen, this was is the same song I used. Oh, was it? I just don't know all the lines. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. My, I'm not up on my Hall and Oates hits. I know you used to have to play them on the hour, every hour across the hall. That's true. <laughs> and listen, it's Still live radio. Not all the jokes are going to be home no, runs. This is true. That's right. We, we do our best. Yeah, we're trying. We're very trying. Someone on Facebook, please give that a give it an LOL exclamation <laughs> mark for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could try it again, and then I'll fake laugh no, for you. If no, you want. that's all right. 
Uh, Chris Farley was originally set to star as the Amish Bowler in Kingpin, one of the all-time great movies. Wow. You really knocked something loose there, champ. <laughs> 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 was that on Facebook? Uh, yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> uh, that'll throw you off your breakfast. Right. <laughs> uh, anyhow, he was set to be the bowler, the Amish bowler and kingpin, but he couldn't do it because he was uh, contractually obligated to do black sheep, so the role went to Randy Quaid. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And boy, Bill Murray was so good in that, too. Woody. Oh, yeah. yeah they were all terrific in it. <laughs> that little old lady was my favorite. And uh, finally, do I have anything else here? Oh, mosquitoes. This is uplifting. Mosquitoes have killed more people than all the wars in history combined by infecting tens of billions of people with diseases. Great. What do we need the mosquitoes for, really? Do they serve a purpose? I know frogs like to eat them or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somewhere in the ecosystem, they I serve some so. sort of purpose. Yeah. And finally, cats sleep so much that by the time they turn nine years old, they've only been awake for three years. <laughs> Remember I wanted to be a slug? <laughs> now I want to be a cat. Parents and children were asked uh, what challenges they've had to face and try to solve together since this pandemic started. And uh, slow internet speed is a big uh, problem, of course, because if you're homeschooling and you got uh, a few kids, a couple, three, and everybody's trying to be on a laptop at the same time, and you're trying to get to uh, ex-hamster. <laughs> it's kind of tough. Uh, having virtual meetings or classes in the same room. Right. right. If uh, mom or dad are trying to do work at the kitchen table and you're on the couch. Getting frustrated with each other because of stress. I'm sure there has been, and hopefully people have been honest with each other in, in, in uh, families, when it just gets to be too much time around one another, where you just go, look, I, I got to go sit in the basement for mm. a while. Mm-hmm. I got to get away from yeah, it. Yeah, you need need a little bit of separation. Yeah, you know, it's where the, we're, it's where we're having a puppy, and a lot of people have done it over this time. Uh, actually, might help out. Go take a walk, mm -hmm. get a little fresh air, get a little separation, and because it is tough, right? In, in our house right now, you got you know yeah two kids schooling at home, and you know Adrian working at home as well. And then I come home and uh, and want to flap flop down and take a nap mm -hmm. and doesn't go over very well sometimes no, no. and not really understood as to why and, and with all the frustrations that's going on yeah it, it can just blow up and just be like all right well let's just take a second mm -hmm. we'll take a walk and and you know because we aren't designed to be huddled in this uh, together like no, this all the time not at all you know it's funny you, you say how when you want to come home and take a nap and it's not uh a welcomed sight all the time. And it's probably Adrian looking at you like, what are you doing crawling into bed on a Tuesday at 11 o'clock? And I remember, you know, with Maria, she, she always knew I did it, but she was usually at work, so she didn't see it. Exactly. That's... But when it's right in their face, <laughs> like, this is literally how you spend your day. I knew you nap, but I didn't really believe it was happening. Oh, yeah. The lockdown's killing me. Yeah, it's you know it's funny with Maria because she uh, she lost her job back in April with this COVID, and now of course, so it's just her and I in the house mostly. David's still there, but you know, and he's, he's in his twenties. He's always in his room. We hardly see him. But uh, it's funny because, like, I'll wake up in the morning and she's there. I'll I'll come home and she's right there. <laughs> And she's moving around the house and she's doing things and she's always got a plan in place. Then we'll sit and we'll eat breakfast together and we'll watch a show. And then I go to nap and I get up and she's there. <laughs> and 
And then we're just together, and, and I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner, and she's there, and she's beside me on the couch watching TV in the evening. She's right there, and we crawl into bed, and she seems happy enough. She's been, but I can't, I need her to go back to work, because I can't have her this happy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want her this happy. So You ever notice now, too, like after we've had, what we're like, like that's almost a year of this yeah. we're, we're approaching yeah. now, right? Yeah. That we're, we're starting to see things in each other that we're just, you know, are so little and inane, uh-huh. but will drive us nuts. Oh, yeah, the way they chew food. <laughs> the way they breathe. <laughs> the way- Have you always breathed like this? <laughs> Why are you such a heavy breather? <laughs> I notice Maria sighs a lot. <laughs> Before, you just tuned that out. Yeah. Now, you can't. It's loud. there all the time. It's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so listen, I, I just got to say, you know, I, I, we've done a lot for rock listeners. We've always been there for you. I need you now more than anything. If somebody could hire Maria, <laughs> I don't want her to be happy. I need her to go to work. It's time to start the year off right by reminding you just how damn old you are. <laughs> there are some movies that are turning 20 in 2021. All right. Shrek. Wow. The Fast and the Furious. 20 years. Yeah. Legally Blonde, Zoolander is 20 years old. Training Day, one of the all-time greats. Denzel. Monsters, Inc., Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Ocean's Eleven. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. It's also about 20 hours long. Right. <laughs> Black Hawk Down, Blow, Ali, The Others, and a movie that I've seen probably 20 times, Bridget Jones' Diary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that some of those movies, and I think the animated ones, I go, wow, I can't believe that's been 20 years. Mm. But some of them, I go, wow, I thought they were older than that. Like Bridget Jones, I thought was around the mid-90s. Right, well, yeah, because she did end up, I think they did two or three of they them, They did right? a couple of them, right? Yeah. Like Training Day, I associate as a classic. Right. Uh, but it makes me think that it's older than 20 True. years. Ali, same thing, that performance was incredible. Yeah, no, it. Uh, you're right about that. Uh, Training Day to me seems like a movie that I would have seen when I was like in my early 20s or mid-20s. Yeah, I, I feel like I watched that such a long time ago. <laughs> I guess it was 20 years. Uh, but then it, I look at some of the technology in things like, you know, Monsters, Inc. and Shrek. And mm-hmm. like, wow. Uh, I can't believe that's only, tw- uh, that, that, that it's been 20 years. And with uh, Cobra Kai back uh, on Netflix, uh, Ralph Macchio has been doing a lot of interviews and uh, chatting with people. And he just turned 59 in November. He is 59 years old. And essentially, the guy could pass for like 39. It's unbelievable (laughs) how he still looks as young as he does. He shared his uh, secret for eternal youth. And unfortunately, it's nothing we can copy. He says, I blame my parents. They both look very young for their age. I have a very youthful energy. and, And for some reason, I guess it's just genes. I got lucky. Healthy lifestyle doesn't hurt either. But the guy is almost 60 years old. Huh. That's crazy. Maybe it's that slap in the hand thing Miyagi did. Maybe. Fountain of youth. Still slapping something to Elizabeth's shoe. <laughs> rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.